0: Hello and welcome to Punk Goes Pod, the internet's only podcast that chronicles the Felix Records Punk Goes series. This week we are talking about sweater weather as, cover- uh, sweater weather as created by the neighbourhood and performed by slaves for Punk Goes Pop 6.
1: I wanted to just sit here in silence and see how long you could like, you know how like... <sighs> They always, they just being the man in general, like, they always say, like, if you're trying to negotiate something, like, sit there and let the other person fill the silence, I was going to try and power move you, but...
0: Flop sweat would have been happening on my brow. (laughs) That's one of my favourite Far Side comics is, there's just, like, this dude with heaps of arms and phones, and someone's coming in and they're like, oh, so you're the they, and that's what they always say. (laughs) How's your week been?
1: Yeah, it's been good. Um,
0: we had a bit of an interesting week. But I'll let you t- discuss your week before talking about our week.
1: Uh, ooh. The only thing I can think of at this moment is I ate an entire box of very salty... Crackers today, and I think I'm hallucinating a bit.
0: Yeah, you're probably dehydrated. <laughs> yeah, probably. You've probably, <laughs> probably dehydrated
1: your brain. <laughs> oh, it, it was long gone. Like It's been, yeah, it's been a few months now. But yes, do tell about our interesting week.
0: Well, I don't know if... And this is, it'll still be brief, but I don't know if... We, hacked is the right word, but our SoundCloud um, was the, the, I guess... Benefactor. Benefactor of, I guess, a a bot of some sort because we had, in the span of, you know, a couple of days, about 5,000 plays. Yeah. Yeah, About 4,000. We're at a. Yeah, probably about 5,000 by now. Mm. All of this was for our Oingo Boingo episode. All of it was coming from Brazil.
1: So, yeah, it's either. Brazil loves us all of a sudden, having listened to a single episode about oingo boingo of all people. Loves
0: Oingo Boingo. Yeah.
1: Um
0: or it's a bot. Yeah. And because because we deleted the episode and re uploaded it and it's back to like the last twenty four hours we had thirty plays, I'm assuming it's a bot.
1: But like a very generous one.
0: It's just so weird because the people we've told, it's like, why would someone do that? Just out of like the blue, randomly For a random podcast. And look, I know that our podcast is the greatest podcast in the world, but it's not that (laughs) good.
1: Yeah, it it just kind of reminds me of that time when Nancy Cartwright, in air quotes, viewed one of my Instagram stories. And it turned out it was just like a marketing tool, like, Mm. drum up a heap of, like, views across a million other profiles. So that hopefully people will then come and, like, friend you and be like, I'm friends with Nancy Cartwright. Um...
0: That was a wild 24 hours. Man.
1: I know, I'm still kind of miffed by that. But also, I think... Did that happen this year? Or was that last year? Time. I think it was this year. So, it just yeah, of course it happened. Ear- like, like earlier
0: this year, obviously.
1: Just has massive 2020 energy, so... Uh,
0: like, I'm not that disappointed with the whole um, play thing on our SoundCloud. I am a little bit, though, because... You know, it was that thing of will we make it to 10k before the end of the year?
1: (laughs) We're at 11
0: now, but I feel kind of almost robbed of it.
1: Yeah, it doesn't feel like an earned win.
0: No, it's a cheap victory. Like we'd probably be at like maybe 7,200 by now. Yeah. Oh well.
1: It's all right.
0: Uh, Also, a good friend of the pod, Jordan Banks, Era Jordan, sent us some cassettes.
1: Yes, that had truly, truly made my week. Um,
0: So now we need a cassette player.
1: Yes, which we will acquire. But until then, they are among my most treasured possessions.
0: I said to you the other day when we got them, and they're they're delightful, and I was like, I kind of want to start up a cassette collection. But it's like, uh, I've already got DVDs, I've already got books.
1: I guess, like, this could set the foundation for it. Like, we can start with all of Jordan's back catalogue, if he has it, on cassette. And then we can just sort of... But yeah, uh, massive thank you, Jordan. Um, I think, like, that's been one of the cool things about this year, of which there have been very few cool things, is, like, those connections we've built with people. Yeah. Like, be it sort of deeper, more fundamental, like lovely friendships with people we're already friends with or, like, connecting with complete strangers. Yeah. And, like, forming these really cool bonds that I feel wouldn't be as immediate if things were normal.
0: Yeah. And, look, I'm looking forward to, you know, the new people that we're going to meet and speak with via this once, you know, more people start to comment.
1: Starting with Tony Hawk. <sighs>
0: Yeah, we need to make that happen.
1: Uh,
0: but anyway, shall we get into it? Starting off with the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So the Neighbourhood were formed in 2011 from Newbury Park, California. Mm -hmm. Uh, Fun fact, they were encouraged by their manager to use the British spelling of Neighbourhood. So that's with a U.
1: The correct spelling.
0: The correct spelling, which is how we spell it over here as well. I know that because of the TV show Neighbours. To distinguish themselves from another American band named The Neighbourhood.
1: That's why their manager earns the big bucks, I guess.
0: Maybe their manager is Kylie Minogue. Cause she was on na- she
1: was our neighbours. She was, yes.
0: Like thirty years ago. Yes. <laughs> um.
1: I just like to think that the manager just sent them an invoice for like five hours of work. <laughs> like, like just item num like item description like added a u in band name for distinction five hundred dollars.
0: Yeah, it's like I love that lawyers can basically just charge. Oh, just... For whatever. It's like, we had a phone call, a two-minute phone call, that'll be a couple hundred dollars.
1: That's obscene. Like, imagine... Yeah, it's ugh, it's just obscene how, like, yes, it makes sense to some degree that, say, doctors... Well, to a very strong degree that, like, doctors and people who had to study a lot and build up a heap of skill, like, their time, yes, it is more valuable than others, but, like imagine having a job where you can bill like by the minute that's just wild i know (laughs) meanwhile like yeah i'm scared to ever figure out how much i earn per like day hour whatever because i'm just like no that's just too depressing Mm. Uh, anyway
0: i'd love to think i'd be a good lawyer but then i remember i cannot argue for shit so i'm (laughs) the i'm the person i would i would lose the case and then three days later i'd be like I should have said this
1: (laughs) L'Esprit d'Escalier
0: Oh that was the evidence Oh why didn't I point that out
1: (laughs) I think I'd just start crying I'd get like overwhelmed And just like well up with tears
0: The first objection I'd be like
1: (laughs) (laughs) But anyway
0: So yeah this was a band That I couldn't really find Too much detail about
1: Yeah it's funny Because like the name is so familiar And not just because of Neighbours Or because of Blink-182's Comeback album, Neighbourhoods, but, like, the band name is familiar, yet they do not have much behind them.
0: I'll argue Blink-182's last good album as well.
1: Oh, fuck, yeah. Neighbourhoods was really good, and, like, I still listen to them because I have a problem with letting go of the past, but, like, man. When
0: you, when you consider they were basically recording that in two separate countries as well.
1: Oh, Weren't my... they? Is that, yeah, that's what, yeah, it was... Mark was
0: living in England, or?
1: Yeah, Yeah. something like, essentially just, yeah. I don't know.
0: So yeah, anyway, back on to sweater weather. Can you tell we're trying to avoid the topic of this (laughs) whole thing?
1: I'm just like, while you're talking, I'm looking up just... So it looks like they've got a fair bit of stuff going on, but then also, I don't know. Anyway, I, yeah. Please so yeah, let's
0: let's just get into the song. So, released on their twenty thirteen debut album I Love You.
1: Oh, I love you too. Sick. Yeah,
0: I don't love this. Um lead guitarist Zach Abels recalls this about the song. One day Jesse, the lead vocalist, was at my house and I was playing guitar and he said, Hey, that's pretty cool. Let me record that. And it just so happened to be sweater weather. When we got done writing the song, when it was all said and done, we were like, okay, this is pretty good. We should keep writing songs.
1: It's like...
0: They continue. I think Sweater Weather might have been the best song we'd ever written, Rutherford added, but I didn't think it was going to be the best song we'd ever write. It was kind of like getting a platinum record, like a little tap on the butt.
1: So hang on. Is Rutherford... Is it Jesse Rutherford? Like...
0: Oh, yeah, I think, yeah, it's Jesse Rutherford. I'm pretty sure is the lead vocalist. Uh,
1: no. Yes. Yes, it is. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, it, like, sure. I love hearing those stories of like, oh, and then like, we were just noodling around on our guitars and played this riff and then it turned into like the biggest song that we've ever done. But it's like, that's kind of the point of songwriting, isn't it?
0: Do you remember that episode of Futurama where it's Fry thinks that his brother has ripped everything off of him and then like the the plot twist it's really sweet yeah it's his nephew it's fry's nephew and because his because his dad named him after fry because he misses his brother so much yeah but like uh fry's nephew philip fry yeah uh like he's done all of this great things and like one of the things is he's a musician and he's like he's like it's like one of his band members is like phil came in and he like gave us this riff and i'm like that's a number one hit right there. It just <laughs> makes me think of that, like fucking Jesse Rutherford comes in and plays this, and he's like, "That's a number one hit right there."
1: Like it's it's
0: as good as getting tapped on the butt.
1: Ah, uh, like I yeah, I sound overly dismissive right now, probably because that's exactly what I intended. But like, that's kind yeah. There's just so many stories where it's like, and then it just turned in this beautiful thing. It's like, well yeah, like how else do people? write songs (laughs) yeah
0: it's it's a really interesting one because it was successful but it's so and i'm not this isn't an opinion like the reviews of it are so middle of the road
1: i think now is as good a time as ever to get into the reviews
0: yeah so i did actually bring up a couple um so i or i think it's just one that's got a couple of different bullet points um so ian cohen of pitchfork wrote This about the band Did you know That their fans Identify as hoodlums And that you missed Your chance to buy A hoodlum beanie At Urban Outfitters Do you Sorry you go No you go
1: (laughs) I find it really cute The way you say hood It's like very Guttural like hood Hood Yeah Just the H sound Hood Yeah
0: Okay
1: (laughs) I just say hood Hood You've got like a Yeah Lean into the mic And just say hood Hood
0: For everyone. Wait, the way I say it or the way you want me to say it? The
1: way you say it. Hood. Hood.
0: Yeah. Okay. Continue. Hood. Hood. And then he continued to say, do you know that they're not even British? (laughs) I love that. That's such a, that is such a dig. And I love it. He would continue to write, there's a decent chance the answer for all of the above is no. And that's why the LA band's self-titled third LP is singularly focused on a market share that's been dwindling ever since they emerged out of their K-Rock Petri dish, dish, sporting a black and white visual motif, a severe and vowless 2013 typeface, the NBHD, and their colossal, the Nebuchadnezzar and their colossal number one hit, Sweater Weather, it was a bummer summer jam that balanced the attraction of beautifully doomed California stereotypes with an anti-California message that the rest of the country could get behind. Lead singer Jesse Rutherford might have pictured himself as a damaged rock star trying to write a Lana Del Rey song, but he just had the fortune of being a few years ahead of (laughs) G-Easy, and so the more pressing question five years later on, The Neighbourhood, who do these guys think they are? <laughs> and so I've got here the song charted at number 88 on the Belgium Ultra Tip Flanders. I'm not going to lie, I just like the name.
1: What's Ultra Tip Flanders? I don't
0: know, but I just, I, I said, not going to lie, I just like the name.
1: <laughs> I love it.
0: Number 9 in Canada, number 14 on the Billboard charts, and 49 on the UK singles charts. Which is interesting. like we don't have anything for it anywhere on the ARIA charts.
1: Um, yeah.
0: So, as I said, like, despite the very, very average reviews, this was a successful song. Though he said in the... What's his face from Pitchfork? Ian Cohen said that it was a number one... A number one hit. Huh. Where... Where... Colossal number one hit, Sweater Weather, but it seems as though it was number 14. Um, from what I could find.
1: Yeah. I don't really care to check. <laughs> nah, nah. Look, he's the, he's the expert, but Yeah, yeah. exactly.
0: Um... So, with that in uh, with that in the books, um, what are our average thoughts on this?
1: Uh, so, I want to like it, but but I do not like they ha- they have me up until the bridge, and then they lose me entirely. But even up until the bridge, it's just very middling. Mm. Like it feels like one of those things, like. If I knew anything about how to produce music, I would love to sink my teeth into making it better because there's so much potential for it, but it's just so dull. Mm. And like not in a strokes kind of lo-fi way, it's just... it's dull.
0: I've whipped out the, uh, the notepad. I, yeah. haven't done, I haven't done the notepad for a little while.
1: Shit, let's go. The
0: analogue sounds of uh, paper on paper. Um, I have written down, now, okay, I'm not a part of this music scene, Mm. so take what you will from what I have to say, but if you told me that this was Imagine Dragons, The Black Keys, The Chainsmokers, The Weeknd, any band from the 2010s that starts with the, I wouldn't have been surprised. Like, if you told (laughs) me it was any of those bands, I'd go, yeah, that's basically what I pictured of this.
1: I picture 21 Pilots, even though I know that's not true. And I also picture Foster the People.
0: Mm. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's about it.
0: And I've written down, this is going to be... I don't know if it's controversial, but I've written down, and this is maybe a crazy idea, this music, this style of music, and, like, with all of these bands, like, the bands that we've both mentioned, is the 2010s version of early 2000s butt rock. The 2010s version of early 2000s butt rock, and by that I mean, yeah. by that I mean, you're probably going to say hey now because of the Blink 155 thing, but Hinder, bands uh, like Hinder, no, I know what you mean, bands like. like um, see,
1: I call that more cock rock.
0: It's, it's the same thing.
1: Uh, I don't know. Bands you're like two Papa Roach. Appendages. No, well, I mean
0: cock rock is more like. Never mind, but like
1: no i'm intrigued i want to look but but like
0: the king of the king of this sort of this sort of idea of butt rock nickelback nickel butt nickel butt nickel butt rock so i i i just i it just it's it's it is to me it's 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 this idea of this.
1: it's like yeah it's like the millennial version of butt rock.
0: But the but I've I've written down.
1: But bottom but, rock because they're trying to be British. Oh. <laughs>
0: but um, I uh, know oh Fanny is uh,
1: Fanny rock.
0: <laughs> Fanny's <laughs> Fanny's the other way around in England.
1: <laughs> I mean, if the shoe fits.
0: I, well, I mean, Fanny also means that over here, and I used to think it was funny. In um, I used to think it was <laughs> Fanny. <laughs> In the opening bit of the nanny, when it was the bit where she's in the line, I'm she's her in her fanny. fanny, and I'm like, "Well, all right then."
1: <laughs> That's how she became the fanny. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: I'm having more fun with this than I did with this fucking song. Ugh. I've finished off by saying, "Okay, so I'm going to reiterate." This music is the twenty tens version of early two thousands butt rock. Yes, but you can't ironically like this. i i would listen to I would listen to Nickelback's discography a hundred percent over this, and I'd probably there'd be bits where I'm like, you know what, I kind I like this. That, I I would listen to any of those dudes with the fucking hair gel and the dog tag necklaces and the big V-neck shirts the or like the affliction. Tats. Yeah. The tribal tats and their affliction shirts. I would desperately rather listen to any of that than any of this. Over,
1: it's... Yeah. Striped t-shirts, stovepipe jeans.
0: Oh, and yeah. like scarves and yeah. And leather. Ja- I mean, I shouldn't talk about jackets. I have a denim jacket that I wear, and but like
1: you're <laughs> just cause you don't like a particular style of jacket and what it connotes doesn't mean that you have to then ditch all the yeah, it's true. I, I don't like clothing. leather jackets,
0: but I have a denim jacket. Like I
1: don't like pants. Like, um...
0: <laughs> well, I don't like I don't like jenko jeans, but I like I jeans.
1: Don't... Oh man, I used to have a pair of like they were like half jenko, like they were so wide. Yeah. I oh man.
0: Because I I don't I'm not going to say that... and I, I'm calling it butt rock. I'm not it's gonna... really
1: not like you need to, or are you talking about the actual two thousands one?
0: The actual early two thousands oh, gotcha, stuff, gotcha, like gotcha, Nickelback gotcha. and Hinder yeah, yeah, yeah. and whatnot. Um, I'm not going to say that's lowest common denominator, but I feel like you can't criticize the like the style of music that the neighborhood is going for. I, and I'm going to call it like indie, even though it's not indie, kind of like alt rock. I guess, I don't know, I don't even know what style of music this is, well, but, like, you can't criticise it because then you're not an intellectual, whereas, I don't know, even in the Blink 155 stream when he interviewed the drummer from Hinder and he, even he was sort of, like, he had a really good time and was just sort of like, yeah, look, if people make fun of it, people make fun of it, like, mm. I just want people to enjoy music, and it was like, that dude's really cool. Yeah. I don't think anyone in any of these bands from the 2010s are cool like that.
1: No. No. This, yeah, it kind of reads as, like, that band you start when you've just left high school and, like, you're trying to sort of establish who you are as the adult version of yourself. Mm. But it sort of falls a bit flat. Like, yeah, like I said, like, there's so much potential because if they beefed it up a bit production-wise, I get the appeal. Like, I get the appeal of, like, the lyrics being very sort of... A bit twee and like a little bit coy and sort of but like being about like guess what guys i had sex with a girl Mm. like i get how that can turn into just a generic song like but it's there's just something about it that's so lacking and it's kind of disappointing because otherwise it is kind of a cheeky like cutesy song
0: the one thing i do like is his line about how he's from the beach but doesn't like the beach because uh. I cause I get that. I've I've got it down in here in here as well about my in my notes and I've said like he's trying to go for a soulful introspective kind of voice. Mm. But it, he just sounds bored. Like yeah. It just sounds like he's and and that's that's what he's going for is like I'm going to sing really not lo-fi but just sort of like really sort of, like, really try and bring it down so I sound kind of... And it's like what what Ian Cohen is saying, sort of, like, trying to make yourself almost, like, too moody and whatnot. It's yeah. Like,
1: the Lana Del Rey effect. Uh, except that she can sing.
0: Except that she can... And I'm not saying he can't. I'm not saying Jesse Rutherford... Like, he Rutherford. can
1: hold a tune, but he's not incredible. No, it's he's not. he's it's all just mono, like, like... Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's just... Like, the, the, the backing, like... The only thing I'll say about the like the sort of guitar, like the the riff. the tune, yeah, the riff is it sounds kind of like the music from the video game Hotline Miami a little bit, <laughs> and then I, and then I get mad because I'm not listening to the Hotline Miami soundtrack over this, so I just oh, it's just a whole load of wank.
1: I want to like it, but it's just it's too much. No, it's too little and also simultaneously too much. Like, I think the lyrics, they make me laugh because it sounds like someone who hasn't had sex before and is pretending that they have. Imagining
0: what sex is going to be like. So,
1: like, let's have an adventure, head in the clouds, but my gravity's (laughs) centred. Touch my neck and I'll touch yours. You in those little high-waisted shorts. She knows what I think about and what I think about one love, two mouths, one love, one house, no shirt, no blouse, just us. You find out. Nothing that I wouldn't want to tell you about. Like, he doesn't actually say, and then we fuck. Like, is <laughs> And then, like, the minute that my left hand meets your waist and then I watch your face, put my finger on your tongue because you love the taste. I, I, like, would... I just picture just like, eh. Like, <laughs> nothing sexy, just like. Like when a cat yawns and you stick your finger in its mouth just to give it the shits.
0: <laughs> so that's why Boss is so angry all the time.
1: I've never done that to him, actually. I respect him as Yeah, no, I've never,
0: I've never done that either. But... No. <laughs> I just, I imagine, like, I wouldn't be shocked if they were, like, if it was, like, one of those things, like, yeah, but we're, we're good Christians and we're going to save ourselves to a marriage. And, and in
1: that sense, I can appreciate it.
0: But, like, they just, they want to fuck each other so Desperately, but they're like, but we've got this thing of you know we don't want to disappoint our families if we have sex, so let's just get married at twenty so we can. (laughs) No,
1: but that's the thing is like, if that were the case, they need to amp like
0: amp up that you can't have each other. Yeah, they need to
1: amplify that tension because like that makes for a good song. Like those songs where there is that sort of just tension present but because he isn't singing very passionately the music is just kind of like eh. like like lean if...
0: sorry you finished
1: like yeah if they just fucking beefed it up a bit like they would get that point across and it would make it 10 times hotter to listen to yeah them.
0: lean into it just be like okay yeah we lead up to this and then yeah we fuck
1: like that's exactly like what the weekend does so well that makes him the weekend for mm. example is
0: is the weekend just one person yeah So it's not, like, an indie rock band? No. okay. Sorry to the weekend.
1: (laughs) But, like... Like, there's a reason why he features on, like, the Fifty Shades soundtrack. Like, Mm. he... Soulful voice. And, like, makes no qualms about, like... We are gonna fuck. Or, like, I wanna fuck. Or, like...
0: And it's the same thing with, like, like uh, so someone I do know and someone who I do adore his music, Prince. Mm. When Prince wrote a filthy song, he wrote a filthy song and you knew that dude fucked.
1: But, yeah, but then, like, on the other end, you can write a song that is, like, toying with the idea. About the
0: lead up to it yeah. and everything and, and whatnot. But, but like, you know what I mean? Like, he knew how to write those sorts oh, of lyrics. and And I'm sure he could write a song that's innuendo. In about your endo. Sure. Um I'm sure he's written a song about that as well. About you know the lead up to it and how tremendous it can be. But you know he also just wrote dirty songs as well. And mm. and it's that thing that I, I I I don't know if I've mentioned it on this podcast before but I have it in my mind. So he had the song Darling Nikki.
1: Yes.
0: And Michael Jackson had the song Dirty Diana. Yeah. And I I I I think I have brought it up to you in the past, like you.
1: Out of the two, you can believe. You
0: listen to the lyrics, and it's like Michael Jackson, mm, I'm, and I'm not gonna, even going to go into like the whole like underbelly, like the underside, no, 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 the scene. No. But like, you clearly get the idea that Michael Jackson has never had sex with a woman before in in Dirty Diana, but you can tell Prince fucked the shit out of Darling Nikki, like and Darling Nikki that, like... fucked the shit out of Prince. <laughs> You know, I mean, that man was, like, five foot tall, so you... you <laughs> yeah. So, like, everyone was taller than him. <laughs> I don't know what that's got to do with Neither anything. Neither
1: do I. I just, I just love Prince. I think it's just the extent to which you said they had intercourse, like, to the max. It wasn't just Because yeah. it was Prince. Oh, goodness me. It's getting hot in here. Let's dampen the mood <laughs> and talk about All the right. cover. So
0: well, yes, let's talk about the the cover by slaves. <laughs>
1: So, before we delve into Slaves' cover of Sweater Weather, uh, just a quick content warning that we'll be discussing some instances of sexual assault. Uh, so, if you don't want to keep listening, that is completely fine. I'm sure you won't be missing any, like, golden nuggets of information amongst it.
0: No, we we sort of, we had our fun at the beginning, and now we're going to get into the serious stuff. Yeah. And, yeah, no, no... Judgments, if you want to turn it off now. Mm -hmm. We love you still.
1: Yes. Uh, So Slaves, the band, started after former Dance Gavin Dance singer Johnny Craig announced their beginnings on Twitter. Uh, So at that point, Craig had been released from Dance Gavin Dance after being accused of running an online scam, which he defended by saying that he was hacked.
0: I believe he was selling uh, an iMac and then basically just took the money and ran, which is, which is the, the claim that oh like he claimed he was hacked, but I don't know if that person got their $600 back.
1: Damn. Yeah. Um, also just a quick clarification. We have covered Dance, Gavin Dance in the past. We covered their song, Story of My Bros. At that point, Johnny had already been usurped by Tillian.
0: So. I think there was another guy and then there was Tillian. Yeah. And, and Tillian's their current lead singer, um, Oh, one of two, there's two singers. That's
1: right, yeah. Uh,
0: and apparently, like, he's an excellent dude. Yeah. Um. So...
1: So, yeah, we're not associating any of this with the dance, dance Gabbard, and dance, dance that we've talked about, that iteration. Yeah. Uh, so, Johnny Craig explained the name Slaves in an article for Ryan's Rock Show, uh, which, I mean, make of it what you will. Uh, men have been enslaving men for as long as we've had gods to hide behind, he said. Every man is a slave to what we love, whether it be women, drugs, music, or sports. Through art, we are all equals, which is absolutely not true.
0: (laughs) Mm. Sounds like he's uh, enrolled in a first-year poetry class or, like, a first-year philosophy class or something.
1: It's just... It's... Yeah, that's a very narrow worldview to have, like... Slaves as a name in itself is, like, deeply problematic because... Mm like fucking hell you're a bunch
0: of white boys
1: <laughs> yeah and calling like yourself slaves men have been enslaving men like
0: also uh says whether it be women so like he's kind of not I, and i know like he's he's his answer is bullshit but like that doesn't sound like he's being accepting of you know the well, fact that, <laughs> that that some men prefer the company of other men
1: well, it's just the classic voice of, like, a white dude who's not very enlightened to what's going on around Yeah, yeah. Like, you shouldn't use slave to things like, say, cigarettes or punk rock. Like, mm. slavery is something way fucking worse. Like, do not lump in your 21st century, like, shortcomings with, like, the dehumanisation of people. Like, yeah. fuck yourself. Anyway... Uh, so Johnny was kicked out of the band being Dance, Gavin Dance in 2019. No, he
0: was kicked out of the band being Slaves. He was kicked out of his own fucking band.
1: Oh my gosh. Okay. That's juicy. So yeah, he was kicked out of Slaves in 2019, uh, and was replaced by Matt McAndrew, who was a runner up in season seven of The Voice. Uh, so Johnny Craig has since been accused of sexual abuse and rape, uh, And due to these allegations, slaves were dropped from their record label artery recordings.
0: Yeah, so I mean, I did a bit of looking into with that and he is an expectant father or is a father at this stage. Um, His most famous uh, ex being uh, YouTuber Taylor Nicole Dean.
1: Mm -hmm. Yep. um,
0: Who I'm not going to... So basically her... her um, YouTube fame sort of came to um, came because of, you know, her exotic animal collection um, and I'm not going to you know, condone the, the the fact that she may or may not be may or may not have, you know, abused her animals hmm. killed some of the animals um, yeah, it's there's a really good episode of the podcast Reply All about her.
1: Yeah, to learn more about her, uh, look up Episode one hundred and twenty-five, titled "All My Pets" by Gimlet's Reply All,
0: and it's and it actually chronicle. It's actually happening at the same time as her relationship with Johnny.
1: Yeah, yep.
0: But what I will say is that she put out a video last year, uh, that New Year's Eve twenty nineteen, stating her relationship with Johnny, and he was a drug abuser. um, You know an abuser of her and and you know took certain liberties yeah if you can if you can um, if it feels like i'm really uncomfortable talking about this it's because i am yeah well um, it's
1: interesting well, interesting is probably the wrong word but at the moment a lot of just upheaval is happening in general as we know but one of the areas in which people are starting to go you know what fuck this is just the music community like hardcore like
0: well not just that but like the wrestling community over the last two weeks has been two weeks have been rocked by the Mm -hmm. speaking out movement which is female or not just female wrestlers but like you know wrestlers coming out and talking about other you know mostly male wrestlers who have you know assaulted them in the past Mm -hmm. or you know done things in the past and it's you Mm -hmm. just sort of go through like every day now it's like this person's been released, this person's been released, and you see a name crop up, and it's like, oh, please don't be you. Mm-hmm. Like, I saw I saw an article, it was like, John Cena has been accused, and of course it didn't tell me what he's been accused of. Mm-hmm. And I opened it up like, oh, it can't, Cena can't be, he is an angel of a human being. And it was like, John Cena has been accused of being a bit too loud in the ring and calling his spots too loudly. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah, we well, knew that. That's mm-hmm. fine.
1: <laughs> but yeah, it's... Like we've said before with this podcast, like we essentially every week when we Google the band we're going to look at, Mm. we also put the word allegations or controversy or, um, and yeah, I suspect that's going to become a search that probably returns more results at the moment. because and just like moving forward because people are finding a voice to step up and speak, which like, yeah, I salute them because that would be really fucking hard. Um, and yeah, all we want to say is fuck Johnny Craig.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Like, as I said, I, I don't condone the alleged abuse of animals that Taylor, Taylor Nicole Dean may have, um, committed. Mm. Uh, but the video that she put out, um, you know, describing what she went through in their relationship, you know she was a 20 year old. He was in his thirties and she was a super fan and Mm. he got together with her. And, and it's, it's a hard watch, but you know, if you need to sort of watch it and understand what sort of human being Johnny Craig is, then, you know, check it out. Mm. It's, it's, it's tough. And, and she's not the only one. There's been a few women who have accused him of rape Mm. and, And yeah, I saw a little bit of his Twitter activity regarding it. And it's, you know, his response was, for lack of a better word, violent over Twitter. Just the the things that he was saying, like, I can't wait to own your parents' houses. Mm -hmm. And like, yeah, just the, the, you know, the the talk of, you know, suing them and all that sort of Mm -hmm. thing. Um, And yeah, I mean, it's the, you know, there's the, I don't know, I, I... I just thought it was kind of almost, I don't know if sickening is the right word, but just he's talking about that. And then like his latest tweet was just about the Batman movies. It's like the disconnect.
1: Yeah. Like it, yeah, it's obvious that we're dealing with someone who does not take the opportunity to learn from anything. <laughs> mm. Uh, it's yeah. Yeah. It
0: just seems like, and, and uh, look, he does solo, he has a solo career now. I listened to one of the songs. It wasn't good. Mm. Um, and it was interesting because I was listening to that on YouTube and there was someone had left a comment like yeah he's got a good voice but he's a terrible human being and then like someone else whose username was John Doe <laughs> commented like because there was a lot of pe- other people like going yeah he's a pretty shitty human being and like all the, like this John Doe person was responding to each person like well fuck you and like all this sort of stuff and someone's like oh wow looks like Johnny Craig has a YouTube burner account <laughs> Like, oh, Johnny Craig doesn't need a YouTube burner account. (laughs) Ha ha, that's ridiculous. But it's like, why are you attacking all of these people Mm. for saying this?
1: Uh, Yeah, I... Aside from, like, the stuff to do with, like, making information available and that, like, I just feel like the internet has ruined all of us. Mm. But, yeah. Anyway, like, long story short, like, fucking screw this guy. But also, like listen to people when they come forward with these accounts and, like, hold your friends accountable. Hold your idols accountable. Like, it's tough, but we... Yeah.
0: Um, you know, there's a lot of... There's so much risk to it, to to coming out and, and...
1: Well, that's... Like, it shouldn't discount anyone who is telling the truth. No. Like, it fucking does my head. And when people are like, oh, but people lie. It's like, yeah, people lie about a lot of shit all the time. A lot, like...
0: There's virtually nothing besides, you know, ousting someone who, you know, could be a predator. Besides that, there's really not a lot good about coming forward. Your life is going to be turned to shit.
1: Yeah, you have nothing to gain except hopefully some sense of justice. But yeah, we know that justice is generally a very hard one in these kinds of cases as is. So why would you uproot your or just upend your life as you know it like that? Yeah. Anyway.
0: What do we think of the song? It's shit. Yeah, it sucks. Shall we finish?
1: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Hell yeah or yeah nah.
0: Oh, wait, no. I will say, like, no, I don't like this song. I didn't like the original. Um, It has that sort of heavy part, and I've written down, by the time the heavy part kicks in, the song is already irredeemably boring to me, and that part kicks in at around about 1 minute and 35 seconds.
1: It... Because, yeah, like... Outside of the context of who these people are, we, we shouldn't
0: we shouldn't accuse the whole band, just Johnny. No. at this stage.
1: But also, like, there is a sense of accountability for, like, yeah, I don't know. Like, no, we can't draw judgment on them. But also, like, you never know. Yeah, like, fair enough. Yeah. Well, yeah, you never know either way. Like, it's yeah, it's unfortunate to be in a band with someone who is a piece of shit. Unless you were aware of them being a piece of shit and you're complicit and you're also a piece of shit. Mm. Anyway. Anyway. Um, yeah, like, the way they treat this song reminds me of The Cab, who were also, like, a sort of scenesy kind of Fueled by Ramen label band back in the day. Um, I think they're still around in some sense, but, like... And, like, again, like, had The Cab taken it and made it more of, like, their sort of pop-leaning thing it could have been really effective. Because, again, they just need to fucking beef it up. Mm. And, like, this is one where, like, it could have benefited from, like, a proper, like, punk treatment, but it just doesn't go there. Yeah. But and, was- I mean,
0: you listen to his solo stuff, there's there's not really anything punk about this guy. No. No. But, yeah, I just... I don't know. Like, it's just It's just boring, and it's not got anything to do with the fact of, like, everything we've just described. Like, no. it's just... Yeah, it doesn't doesn't work for me. Um, no. I yeah, and I don't really. I don't. Know, I don't really want to talk about either of these songs anymore, like the original no. or the cover. Like, <laughs> just I'm bummed.
1: Hell yeah, or yeah, nah. nah. yeah nah. I will say a meh for the first one and a yeah nah, for the second.
0: You are more generous than I. Um, well, I you know. Hopefully by next week we'll be a little bit more upbeat about things. I have had a bit of a look into both of the next week's bands and it looks like we won't be talking about this kind of topic good. again next week. Um, but next week's song is All I Want by Toad the Wet Sprocket as covered by Emery for Punk Goes 90s. Mm. So, yeah, another week. Mm-hmm. Look after yourself. Wash your hands.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, be good to one another. Yeah. Yeah. Just yep. be good. Um, it's Is that so hard to ask? Is it really that hard to ask? Just be good to one another. And just remember to shake your bacon.
1: Mm-hmm.